0: Together we are Sip, where we endeavor to quench our unending thirst for, for BL.
1: Um, before we begin today, I have a couple of quick announcements. Um, if anyone missed us during our little break, uh, we took a vacation to Thailand, and we will soon be launching a new channel about our travel adventures, so be sure to head on over and give us a follow if you yourself would like to travel To Thailand, especially, soon. We will be dropping a lot of tips that we learned and just sharing some of our adventures from Mm -hmm. when we were there. So, yeah, give us a follow over there. And our second announcement is we will be attending um, the United States' first ever BL convention and fan meet. Um, The first ever Thai BL convention and fan meet. I feel the need to make that distinction just because YowieCon has existed for so many years. (laughs) I don't know if it still does, but it did. And that was a boys' love convention. It was. Very, very yaoi, though. And I know there's a difference between the two. Yeah. But our first ever BL convention and fan meet down in – outside of Austin, Texas, Mm -hmm. our shop, Banakama, was invited to go there where Mm -hmm. we sell BL merchandise. So we will be attending as vendors. And we will also be vlogging about the experience since this is the first ever convention. So, I mean, that's something. That's cool. Yeah. And – um we will also hopefully be doing a collaboration with the other podcasters that are out there as well.
0: We'll t- <laughs> in a cord. let see that. <laughs> oh, no. Uh
1: so those are some things to look forward
0: to. Yay. Bye. All right. Um moving on to today's topic. Today's topic. Ah. Uh, uh okay, this is probably going to be the first uh I don't know, episode in a series uh about soft BLs because yeah. We've been chatting for a while now about how there are so many shows out there that fit into this category and how much we end up really, really liking them. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, we thought it would be really fun to kind of chat about uh, a specific show that we watched recently that we for sure feel falls into this category. And it was or is, I don't know, still exists, uh, GMM TV's Midnight Museum.
1: Yes. Um, before we dive into Midnight Museum, though, we should probably define what a soft BL is. What are
0: you talking about? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: think that's an actual term that exists. I think that's one that I just made up because- We, we just call it that. <laughs> we just call it that because that's what it is <laughs> in our minds. Um, so I guess for some people, you could also call soft BL bromance uh. or queer baiting, if mm. you're feeling cynical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do feel like queer baiting is a little bit different than what a soft BL would be. So, in my mind, a soft BL is. It had the two, you have your two main actors who have that tension to, or even the, just the chemistry where they could successfully be a couple if the series allowed it.
0: Yeah, I feel like typically these series are plot driven and the relationship aspect of it. Uh, relationships uh kind of comes second uh so because of that and because it's plot driven um you feel like if there's any type of a relationship happening, it kind of like falls second. Mm-hmm. But, That's uh, what makes it so good. But yeah, but it actually ends up feeling really special that way because it seems like relationships develop more organically because it's not like forced. And a lot of the times when we have these shows, I feel like we end up shipping it harder mm-hmm. because it goes to that place where you're like working really hard. Well, I don't want to be that, but you're connecting dots. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you're like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's there. It's, I know it's there. It's so there. So I guess some really good examples of soft BLs would especially be within the Chinese dramas, like The Untamed, Word of Honor. They are BL like they were based on BL novels. However, the censorship you know brings them down to yeah. a very bromancy level, which you can consider a soft BL. Yeah, because they were they were meant to be together. However, if you weren't aware of that, you would see it more as a
0: very strong friendship.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, soft BL.
0: Yeah, I think another little category of this, like an offshoot of soft BLs, would also be shows. Okay, so <laughs> one that comes to mind for me, just like really briefly. Uh, what was the Korean drama that we watched about the parallel universes and the girl who was like the police officer who traveled between, was it like the king? Oh, uh, Ooh. <laughs> The mo- king the, eternal king, monarch. King eternal monarch. Okay, <laughs> like remember how hardcore we really felt uh, like the king and the bodyguard.
1: Yes, Joe, Captain Joe. I will. <laughs> I never remember names, but I remember Captain Joe, and I will die on that hill for Captain Joe. I
0: really feel like even Love though him. that show was like so obviously supposed to be like het, there was so much. So much tension and soft BL between those two. I actually ended up
1: shipping Captain Joe and then her detective friend. Ah. That, like... Yeah. Ooh, I fell off the deep end. (laughs) Once they started interacting with each other, I was gone.
0: So I feel like some shows, just for whatever reason, uh, there's, like, a a relationship in it that is not, like... It's not outwardly BL. It's probably not even supposed to be BL. But because it's not being –
1: But we're here. We're fangirls. We're shipping it.
0: And because it's not being forced, it feels better than whatever the main relationship is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. The lack of
1: forcing the couple together is another very strong aspect of we feel what makes us off BL.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, Midnight Museum is a show that we recently watched. I think we had ju- just finished it, maybe the week before we left for Thailand, which was now like a month ago. So <laughs> we're s- stretching a little bit in the recesses of our brains because we were like, we have to talk about this we when need we get to talk back. About Midnight
1: Museum, and then we took
0: like a month break, and he was like,
1: what was Midnight Museum even Who about? Are
0: we? So, um, I guess we should start
1: with what what was. Mu- you know what's funny about Midnight Museum is that it was the show I was watching hardcore. Before we left for Thailand. And so a lot of my Thai tutors, I was taking language lessons. You know, they try to ask conversational questions. And one of those questions was always, what series are you watching? Yeah. And I would mention Midnight Museum. And they're like, oh, tell me about it. And I couldn't. Not even just like even in English, trying to explain what the series is about, especially as you got to later episodes. It just sounded so off the wall where you're like, I promise it's a good (laughs) series. But, <laughs> I can sum it up, okay, go I ahead. think I can do it, I think okay, I can do it, okay, make this sound like something I would want to watch. <laughs>
0: Okay, there is a museum that is somewhat supernatural in nature that exists, and it has uh, cursed artifacts inside of it. And an event happens where these, uh, a chunk of these cursed artifacts uh, gets stolen and thus set free into the world. And so the caretaker, who is one of the main characters of the series, um, named Katha – Kata. Katha. It's that T-H sound. <laughs> Katha. Um, has to go and, uh, and get them back, right? Because they're dangerous. Uh, but the other part of that, uh, puzzle is that, um, the other main, his name is Dome. He is the new employee. He is the new employee. And it is because, uh, uh, Kata has kind of like met him and senses that there's something that's not quite normal with him. And so the series is kind of getting these artifacts back by each episode is kind of like, uh, a monster of the day type of episode. There's an artifact that they're going to reclaim, but there's a lot of mystery that continues to be open, opening up about Dome who's played by gun. Uh, What's going on with him? Like, does he have powers? Like, yeah, you
1: you do kind of find
0: out like, oh, there is something special about Dome. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you have also this sense of whatever is special about him is also tied to um, Kata and his past and his past. And uh, so these things are quickly like, These events are quickly, like, pulling them closer and closer together.
1: And from there, you realize that Kata has very strong feelings in terms of protecting Dome and Mm. looking out for him. And Dome, I think, recognizes that and kind of feels a bit the same in turn. But that also makes Dome very (laughs) stubborn in feeling like he has to prove himself more so Mm. um, because of what's happening.
0: Yeah, so he puts himself into danger a lot, basically, is kind of the sum up from that, to try to be someone that doesn't need to be protected. Mm-hmm. But he kinda is someone who needs to be protected. And that's just the way that it is.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was in the contract to make Dome swoon every episode.
0: Oh my god. Because
1: gun, you know, Gun is like known for like being oh like god. the perfect little size to catch when he like faints. Oh. So every episode has him fainting in Kata's arms in some form.
0: Which is like it was great. It was amazing. It was great. <laughs> um,
1: so this also, it, it does kind of go into the realm of a little bit of queer baiting because at one point they do mention like, oh, they're brothers. But then that's also like the serious way of like, don't ship them. They're related. And so people are like, oh, no, they're related. But then later on you find out they're not biological brothers. They actually found each other. And it wasn't even them. And it, was, it gets confusing. It gets confusing. But basically, they're not biologically yeah. related at all. They just consider each other brothers because they were both outcasts that found each other and formed a family as adults and called each other brother.
0: Um, but it wasn't. But but that even makes it more confusing. I'm not trying to spoil anything. But, like, this this dome is not the one that, that he found Tata met. So...
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where you can't explain what's going on anymore without being like, "This is weird." I'm never watching it, so we're not going to even bother explaining it. But oh. basically, it is a soft BL. Like they have very strong feelings for each other. They go to look out for each other. Their bond is very close. And surprisingly, for this series, they did not try to throw in a female character to kind of uh, create that wedge, like a lot of series will do. They do
0: to be like, "This is het."
1: Yeah, and um. <laughs> I mean, there is a female character, but her love interest is someone different. Someone else, yeah. So it is a side pairing, which um, was nice. So it was actually really nice to be able to watch this because I feel like with a lot of your Korean dramas where you have a lot of that queer baiting, soft BL feeling, bromance, there's always that female character who's there yeah. to kind of
0: ruin the fantasy. Another example that threw in for that. mm mm-hmm. I don't remember, but, like, At a Distance, Spring is Green, which I don't think you watched. Oh, I started watching that. and I just – I was bored. Yeah. So, like, I, I kept on and I kept through it. But it was one of those weird things, too, where for whatever – I don't know if I'm just broken. I don't know. Like, at some <laughs> point in time, you have to ask yourself. But in watching it, like, it's like I just knew the whole time that they were setting up uh, Park Ji-hoon's character with, mm-hmm. like, the girl. But, like, he – And the other dude felt so much better. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is, man. Like, it's so weird. Anyways, I digress. But (laughs) it does happen in series, and it kind of just feels like there's, like, an obligatory, like, het relationship. I don't know what it is. So,
1: also, Chinese dramas are pretty notorious for doing that when they take – so, some of them have gotten away with it, like The Untamed, Word of Honor. Uh, A couple others that were based on BL novels were able to successfully get away with just having – the proper cast that existed in the novels, whereas some others that were adopted from BL novels, they have thrown in or created a female character to completely destroy any hint of the BL novel being there. And so, um,
0: yeah, it's a thing that exists. It's so sad. Censorship. It's so sad. Yeah. But in Midnight Museum, it was really great because you didn't really you get didn't that. that yeah. You got to just see kind of like the progression of their relationship however you decided to interpret it and I think that in terms of like you know well okay so there's no girl that's kind of thrust in here so it's kind of two male leads and uh, maybe by default you would already feel like you're watching that with your little shipping goggles on but you know what else kind of led us to feel like it was soft BLE is that uh, at least for me I think um I really appreciated how. All right, so I mentioned each episode was kind of like monster of the day ish, and uh, it was those events that really led to the characters becoming closer. Which uh, and it was a lot very of thought driven, yeah,
1: versus the relationship,
0: yeah. And so things would happen that would cause them to need to become more vulnerable with each other versus I I just feel like sometimes when you watch shows, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just a different feeling. It's just a different feeling when the plot drives relationships versus the opposite. Uh, You know, you just feel, again, like I said earlier, it just feels a little bit more organic. And also, it's like it feels like real vulnerability between characters, which Mm -hmm. by nature makes it feel deeper. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Isn't that interesting, though? Like how just... When there is a driving plot and the characters are all following along on this plot, it's like through those events that the relationship organically happens Mm. versus watching a show where the focus is the relationship. So it's less about the plot driving them together and like the characterization trying to force
0: them together. Yeah. So that's when you get series that have like a lot of tropes because they have to create situations where the characters...
1: Are forced together. Are
0: forced to have to moments. To have those moments.
1: For you to see, like, they are a couple. They are feeling something. Yeah. That's where you get a lot of those, like, pauses. Not the pauses, but, like, the freeze frames almost. Yeah. Where they're staring at each other's eyes for five seconds and to, like, make you feel that chemistry. Versus just having something happen in the plot where suddenly, you know, like, oh, like, especially in the action plots. Yeah. Like, oh, he got, he's got he been hit, but now this guy is catching him in his arms and it's like, <gasps>
0: Yeah, but there's no
1: freeze frame for that because you don't need it because he's acting in- instinctually. Yeah. to save this person who, in this moment, he is now closer because he cared enough to try and. So you
0: know save what him. I you know what I think it is. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. it is like the film version of our writing rule of show, don't tell. Mm. That's exactly what it is. It's like uh, you have a lot of series where you're being told. These characters like each other. A character trips, you've got a slow-mo scene where one catches the other and they stare in each other's eyes for 30 seconds. You're being told something there. You're not being shown it. Yeah. Uh, You know, a different type of, you know. And and so that's actually, I think that that's really the difference is that in plot-driven series... It's shown. Mm-hmm. It's not told, and that's why it's it's more appealing. Take notes. I figured something out, guys. Connected <laughs> <at> the dots. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and so I think um, they had a really great relationship. How they grew closer. How they uncovered the secrets of their past. Mm-hmm. How they chose to deal with that. Um, and how they stuck together. Yeah. At yeah. The end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, I mean, I feel like a lot of people felt like it was a little hit and miss because parts of it, it was very plotty for a GMM TV show. It was, yeah. And so I think that it was maybe a little bit it confusing. It was definitely,
1: I think also times. because it had that supernatural aspect, mm-hmm. it needed to be more than one season. Yeah. Um, Because they had to wrap things up within their,
0: what was it, 12, 10 episodes? Oh gosh, I can't remember if it was I ten remember. or twelve episodes, even
1: eight. I don't remember. It's been a month, guys. It's been a month. <laughs> yeah. but in that short amount of time, they had to wrap everything up. So they had to very quickly go through what would have been like three seasons in the US at least. Yeah. Um, from like monster of the week to revealing a deeper plot to things getting like you know just shit hitting the fan to wrap it all up, and that would typically be something that we would draw out a bit more. Um, so that kind of the the series overall did get kind of like weird really fast which typically does happen with your sci-fi and supernatural series in general yeah but it just like because it was accelerated kind of through us but if you're like
0: watching it for the sake of their relationship <laughs> chef's kiss i was thinking that like um it was kind of like ever we all we always use the metaphor like god it was like a roller coaster but i do kind of <laughs> feel like coaster. the last couple episodes like we're just shoving so much at us that like it did kind of feel like when you're like but at the same time, uh there was so much that I really loved about it that even though I could critique it, yeah I I mean it. I
1: especially loved during the Monster of the Week episodes
0: how they had such like some of their bigger actors
1: from GMMTV TV yeah. who essentially played the monsters of yeah. the week. That was amazing to be able to see them just kind of break out of their typical relationship plot-driven molds yeah. to act out in like almost like a villain a villain style. Yeah,
0: no, they were. They were they bad were villain, guys. Yeah,
1: they were like minor bad guys. And that was awesome to see. It was great to be able to see them just yeah.
0: break their little acting molds for that. It was really cool. And can I also say that um there was a little bit of like a horror aspect built in mm, to the, each mm-hmm. of these episodes. And I thought – that the ideas behind these cursed artifacts were incredibly unique yeah and really cool i still think about there's three episodes that i still think about now (laughs) yeah no i do so um bright's episode with the butterflies i still the the moss yeah because i am addicted i I don't want to spoil too much and i won't but i'm addicted to the scene where he's seeing what happened to her in the car Mm -hmm. and then it pulls back and you realize what he's done Mm. that scene was stunning like that was a really fantastic also i feel like the salt episode which i think was the next one yeah that was such an interesting premise yeah and then my favorite episode was the uh telephone booth episode yeah. Like that was such a cool concept. Like so cool. I told the people at my work about these episodes but
1: I love that she talks to her work. <laughs>
0: i do sometimes I, kinda like, <laughs> sometimes I kind of like sometimes i kind of like shadow like you know mm-hmm. a little bit of it so that it's not you know i'm not just like watched another gay show guys <laughs> not that it really matters but um but anyways i told them and like i i every week like when i would come in they were actually like what happened in the last episode and that was my that was i feel like testament uh-huh. to how like cool yeah, the episodes like was- were I just – I really
1: wish GMMTV had, like – because I, I know they're, they don't typically do, like, season one, season two. They don't yeah. typically do that, but I wish for this one that they did and yeah. taking that chance to start off with, like, a Monster of the Week season and then for the next season go into the deeper plot.
0: Yeah, they would have, like, kind of built the background plot mm-hmm. as they did the Monsters of the Week and then the next season would have been – the actual culmination of yeah. what their past had been yeah. and uh and the villain in this series, which I feel like I don't know, is it a spoiler if I say who it is? No, go
1: ahead.
0: It's like it's Tay. Tay is a villain. And he is Villainous, he's- and it's really hot. Kim was so hot. Right? Oh my god! Every
1: time he was on screen, like she made a comment, like he is so fucking hot.
0: I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Am I going through like my villain era? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I would have loved to see more. It was him, dark. But, but I'm like, yeah, but
1: because it was like so squished, we like he was the villain, but like there was very little of him. There was because very little. it was like very you know within so many episodes they had to wrap it up. But
0: I was like, I can't believe we're going from like villain tay murdering someone before our eyes to cherry magic tay
1: that's that's what's next like (laughs) like i said one of the reasons that we did love this show is because it gave the gmm tv actors a chance to be villains
0: different yeah i super super loved it yeah so i think and oh sorry i was gonna say you know i don't i love gun i really love gun and it's really it's really exciting to me to always see like Who he's going to be or what project he's going to do and how they're going to kind of like utilize his talents. I think everybody is always like, oh, my God, like he's so talented. Um, But I really like this was another series like Not Me where we got to see him play different personalities. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's really fun. I like that anyway. Like, honestly, give me any good actor that's playing personalities and I will like just eat it up. Yeah. Delicious. But I uh, but it's it's just really fun. I think it's kind of cool, though. Or what was I going to say? I was thinking about it. So we had like the gifted where he had personalities. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had not me. And then we have this. And I'm like, is I what to typecast?"
1: I think he's <laughs> you- typecast as someone who has multiple personalities I don't now. mind it. I will eat it. I told you.
0: It's delicious. I will continue to consume. So that's
1: the two things in his contract. Multiple personalities <laughs> and Swooning. swooning.
0: <laughs> Uh, requirements
1: requirements for gun
0: and just like looking adorable and looking adorable man but i yeah it was it was really really good and then uh i think you know i don't i don't don't really know where i was going i i don't know still like an advertisement for night museum which was not a bl but felt like a bl like you could it could have been a bl it could have been a bl you could watch it and discussing like one of the reasons we thought it might not be a
1: bl is because the actor who played kata is does not want to do BLs correct
0: I have not heard that
1: oh okay well never mind I'm just spreading false rumors again
0: um you know what I think that what happens is this is what I think happened okay I could be wrong I could be wrong I don't know I don't actually know but I think that sometimes series come out and they're like they feel in this circumstance this one felt really BL and I think people were trying to search For, like, well, why wasn't it just BL? Mm. And then in their search of, like, why, it's all the, like, well, could it be this or could it it be be that? that? So maybe that's what. And maybe people were speculating that, you know. Speculations. But I'm, like.
1: It's fine. And, I mean, ultimately, in the end, it fell into the realm of what we define as soft BL. And it still worked. Like, it didn't have to be a confirmed relationship for it to still be a good relationship.
0: And, you know, sometimes those. That's kind of good, yeah, I feel like
1: those make like the best stories that really stick with you, yeah, later. it's like oh, it could have been, and then you still you're still thinking about it because you're no longer fulfilled, so it's like that story yeah. never physically wrapped up for you, so it lives on in your mind.
0: I just thought of my number one soft be that I can't believe hasn't popped in my head until just now, what week hero class <laughs> number one, yeah, that yeah absolute number one, it lives with me, like it literally. Every I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't think about queer. <laughs> like I said, like the
1: K-dramas, they really got that queer baiting soft BL down.
0: But the thing is, is they're like just... I don't even think it's I think it's just cultural for them. Like they're just boys and men can just be closer. And we watch it and we're not used to it. So we're, so like, we're like They're in love! They're in love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like I was listening to a conversation the other day uh, between two guys and they were trying to work out like a hotel thing. And it was trying to be like that they would have to share a hotel room and like not even like share a bed, but just share a hotel room. And they were so like wigged out by it. Like, uh, in the US? Yeah. And I was just thinking like it's genuinely bizarre. Yeah. Like it's so bizarre. And and so then if we can't even get two guys willing to share a room together because with of separate the, beds. With separate beds because <laughs> of the perceived connotation, then two people like and then I'm thinking of like weak hero class, they're getting married. Like <laughs> You know what By I mean? By US standards. Like <laughs> I, I can't I don't know. What do you expect us to do with this information? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Although I told you, um, that was like off topic. I told you I had one of my one of my guy friends watch it, and I didn't really give any kind of con I was like, I just really like the show. You should watch it. And he, he had like uh, later was texting. He was like, Yeah, these guys were kind of close. <laughs> You're like, Yes, yeah, yes, they are. I was like, <laughs> It's not just me. It's not just me. But anyways, um, I I digress. I'm sorry. I I could. We should do an episode about weak heroes. Can I just talk about it for 20 minutes? (laughs) Maybe it'll help some of this problem, this illness that I have developed.
1: All right, stay tuned for our next soft beats, (laughs) weak hero class. Oh my gosh. Um, But yeah, wrapping up this one Midnight Museum. If it's. it was also one of those series where everyone in the beginning was asking, like, "Is it a BL?" Yeah. Because no one, no, like everyone, like all the the clues were there, but they just never took that final step. Yeah, which again, soft BL, soft BL. Um, so yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, definitely check it out. It was amazing. It was really good. Um, and it definitely, like, as you're watching it, you're like, "Is it a BL?" If not, it should have been a BL it was a soft bl
0: yeah and just to throw out there what we were saying is true because they had to cram a lot in the end it gets a little chaotic and and that just just accept that for what it is mm-hmm. but if you are just watching for like a really good story about two two bros who solving supernatural cases <laughs> yeah but who grow closer soft bl close <laughs> In the process, it is – it's genuinely a really good watch. Yeah. Jeff's kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> so, but
1: yeah. Yeah, if you have watched it, let us know your thought on it being a soft BL, as well as any other mm-hmm. series that exist out there that you think, like, oh, that's a soft BL too. Yeah, please. there's a ton that we didn't list. Like, I'm thinking of them, and I'm like, I'm not even going to name them because – we won't. This ep- this episode will go on
0: forever. But we are wanting to start a series on it. So you know, talk about the ones you like. Maybe there's some that we haven't seen, and it would be really fun to watch. And we would. Blo- I mean, obviously, we're here. We love talking. So <laughs> so let us know, and uh, we'd probably love to chat about it. Yeah. Uh, and
1: likes, comments, subscribe, all the good stuff. All the
0: good stuff. Please, 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 please. <laughs> yeah, we love you guys. Help, us help you. <laughs> I know. We want to do more. (laughs) Um, But thanks so much, guys. Always. It's so fun chatting about this stuff and chatting with you guys. We love when we get comments. It's so fun making friends and just learning that we are all super in love with these really cool, fun things. Yeah. And then
1: a final plug. If you are in the United States Mm. and you want to also attend the first ever Be Hill convention happening down in Texas Mm -hmm. within a few weeks, um,
0: we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. For like two and a half days? Three days? Two days. It's a two-day convention. Okay, two days. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Just give me the ticket. Just give me the ticket, right? <laughs> no, but we'd love to meet you guys. So yeah, hopefully we might see some of you there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, if we see enough people, maybe we could do like a special episode.
0: Oh, that'd be really fun. Be the fans.
1: Yeah. 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 All, All
0: right. right. Thanks,
1: guys. Bye. Actually, that would be like a cute um a YouTube video. Being able to, because you know how you see those videos where like someone's standing there in a crowd and they just ask that random question mm. to people to be able to do that in the BL crowd? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like but actual, what would our question be? Our I don't know what be. our question would be, but I think that would be awesome. pretty That would be fun. We have a podcast.